you're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. Hello, welcome to Take It Personally. It feels so unbelievably surreal to even say that because this podcast has been an idea floating around in my head for who knows how long. And most recently, it's been something that I've talked about in theory, but now it's out in the world. And that is just so crazy. So, Thank you so much for tuning in. I wanted to welcome you to the podcast and give you a little bit of behind the scenes uh, as to what you can expect from me over the course of the life of this podcast and just a little bit about me in case you don't quite know who I am or you want to know a little bit more or you're like, why should I listen to this girl in the first place, which is totally fair. My name is Maddie Pishong, and I am a photographer in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, right in the Midwest, in the heartland. I absolutely love it here. Um, Love to travel, love to see the rest of the U.S., but the Midwest is definitely home. The people are top-notch, just can't be beat. I have lived here um, in the Midwest my whole life. I am from small town South Dakota. I lived in Iowa for a while, and now my husband and I and our two kids call Sioux Falls home, and and I don't see us leaving anytime soon. We absolutely love it. I have been a photographer for about eight years. I started out doing portraits, seniors, families. Um, and like a lot of photographers, I started not charging and just kind of getting my feet wet with photography to see if I liked it, if I was any good, and really just practicing, which is absolutely what I would recommend anybody who comes to me asking, you know, how do you get started as a photographer? Shoot, 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 and shoot some more, right? That's, that's what it all comes down to with anything. You just kind of have to practice. And so that's what I did. Uh, Eventually I started charging for my services. Of course, not very much at all. And I swore up and down, I would never do wedding photography. Um, There were a lot of things I said I would never do that I now do pretty regularly. So I usually shoot about 10 weddings a year. Um, That's a good number. And honestly, 10 is kind of a lot. We've got two toddlers and it gets to be a lot. So one of the things that has changed in my business over the past year or so is I've shifted more toward branding photography. And that's really where my heart is. My background is actually in social media and digital marketing. I fell into photography totally by accident. I went to school for journalism. I was really interested in writing in some capacity, and social media was just becoming a thing. Like I think I was in college when Twitter came out, and for sure when Instagram came out. So it wasn't being used for business at that point. It was really just being used to connect people, but I think people saw the potential there. And so I had a lot of internships that were in the realm of social media and I absolutely loved them. When I finished college, I got the absolutely amazing opportunity to go work for a company called Wells Enterprises and they make Blue Bunny ice cream. And I ran the social media accounts for this national ice cream company straight out of college. I was no doubt given way more responsibility than I ever should have had, but I learned so much from that job. I I still, looking back, I'm like, 
I can't believe how lucky I was. And it was truly a dream job. I got to travel. I got to meet really amazing people. I, again, got way more responsibility handed to me than I should have, but it was a great way to learn things. I had the best mentors, the best bosses. It was such an incredible job. And all the while at that corporate job, I was doing photography on the side. And that's all it was. And at the time, that's really all I ever intended it to be. It was a really great creative outlet. I am far from formally trained. I took a photography class in college. I really didn't like it that much. I went home that year over Christmas break and my interest was kind of peaked at that point. So I got a camera, taught myself whatever YouTube and Google University could teach. And that was that. I liked photography enough to keep at it and to keep trying new things and to keep shooting and it was just a side project I wouldn't even call it a side hustle at that point because I wasn't making much money from it Um, but it was something that I really liked to do and at the time my husband and I we were married but we didn't have kids and so it was the perfect thing to just kind of fill nights and weekends After I had worked at Wells for about two years, Jeff and I decided that we were going to move back to South Dakota. We figured we would start a family fairly soon, and we thought being closer to family would be really smart, um, make the transition to parenthood a little bit easier, so we were excited about that move. And I got a job at a really great digital marketing agency, and I, I worked really hard to get a job there. Like That was my total... Um, dream job for the area. Like that's where I wanted to work. They were the best in the business. That's where I wanted to be. And I remember having a conversation with my mom and Jeff around that time when we were transitioning to move to Sioux Falls. And both of them had said, you're not going to try and do this photography thing full-time, right? Because there's like a lot of photographers in Sioux Falls. And they were right. There are a lot of photographers in Sioux Falls. But I just remember thinking, A, that doesn't matter. Like the amount of people, like that doesn't matter. And B, watch me. (laughs) And at the time, I really wasn't that interested in having photography be my one job. Um, I was really excited about my new position and I was like ready to just go full steam ahead into that. But in the back of my head, there was this, um, I don't know, just voice, I guess, that was thinking I could, I could do that if I want, like watch me, I'll do it. And even though it didn't end up happening until years later, um, I ended up leaving that job after three years. Um, the reason that I left was because my business had grown exponentially to the point where I couldn't balance both anymore. I had an amazing job, amazing coworkers, amazing bosses. Like I've always been really lucky in that sense, but my business was booming and it was such an incredible gift to be in a position like that, but I had to pick one. And so that's what I did. It's been an incredible transition to full-time entrepreneurship and working for myself, Um, not without bumps and bruises along the way, but for the most part, it's been really smooth. And I honestly think that a lot of that is due to the brand that I've built over time, Um, a brand that can thrive in an industry and in a city where there are a lot of photographers and I am far from the best photographer and yet I'm still turning business away. So long story long, that was how the idea of 
personal branding was first introduced to me. Although at the time, I didn't know it was called that. I didn't have a name for it. I just knew that I had somehow differentiated myself literally just based on my personality and my weirdness and my quirks. And somehow I was using that to book a lot of clients and make a lot of money. And it was this really incredible thing. And I think when something like that happens, when you find your thing and when you find the thing that works for you, you want to tell everybody. And that's the position that I'm in right now. And that's how this podcast came about. So lately I have been shooting more branding photography than anything else. I've been working with other women business owners on the exact same thing that I did for the last eight years to grow my own business and get to the point where I could go full-time. And I've been doing more of this education in Facebook groups and some speaking events and online and just kind of letting people know like there's other, there's another option. You don't need to massively discount your services. You don't need to run a crap ton of Facebook ads. You don't need to like go blue in the face trying to convince someone that they should hire you and pay your prices there's a better way. There's another way and it's personal branding and it works and, um, and it's fun. That's the best part. There's nothing better than not only doing what you love and what you're good at and what you're meant to do, but simultaneously believing that there's enough for everybody. And when you build your business from the perspective of personal branding, it's really easy to believe that because you know that the people who want to book you and work with you, those are your people. And they're not the same people who are going to book your friend who offers a very similar service. They're just not going to book her because they're your people and her people aren't going to book you. And that's okay because there's enough for everybody. There's plenty to go around and it's just a really peaceful way to do business. That's not to say that there are not times that I feel completely overwhelmed and like I'm, you know, looking over my shoulder because I'm intimidated or I'm jealous. Like those feelings absolutely still pop up. I'm working on them every single day. But for the most part, I feel like I have a really healthy relationship with my business and I have to thank personal branding, honestly. There may be times during this podcast that topics come up and you're like, wait, how does that relate back to personal branding? And I get that, but hang with me for a second because the way I see it, everything is personal branding. Every touch point, every interaction, every email, every part of the client experience, it's all personal branding. And so there's a lot of topics for us to explore here, and I'm really excited to have a platform to do that on. As far as what you can expect from me, I will be here every week. I'm not going to promise that life won't get in the way, but I'm going to do everything I can to show up every single week, whether it's just me or another person. And that's another thing you can expect is interview shows. And I'm really excited about these. I'm so pumped to bring other entrepreneurs onto the podcast to talk about what their zone of geniuses and what gets them excited. So stay tuned for that as well. Some things you can't expect, this podcast is not going to be perfect. And honestly, that's really hard for me. I don't know that I'm a perfectionist, but I have a pretty hard time putting stuff out into the world that isn't really, really great, especially when it's something that will support my brand, right? Because I'm 
I like branding a lot and I want so desperately for this podcast to be perfect and for you to listen to it and not have any issues with sound quality and not have to worry about like weird popping noises or anything like that. But the reality is I am not a professional sound editor. I'm not a professional speaker. Um, I'm not really a professional anything if we're being honest and I am learning to be okay with that. So I hope you're okay with it too. I promise you that this information will be valuable and it will be actionable and it will be a lot of fun, but the format isn't going to be perfect. And like I said, I'm going to try to be okay with that too. If you love this podcast, I would absolutely love if you would support it. And the best way to do that is to screenshot and share that screenshot on social media. Leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe to the podcast so you are alerted every time a new episode drops. Join the Facebook group. You can find that on Facebook under Take It Personally Podcast and join the conversation there. Those are just a few of the ways that you can support what we're doing here and hopefully make it so this is something that we can keep doing for a really long time. And if you have any ideas or things that you think we could be doing to make this better, I would love to hear them. We'll leave my email contact information in the show notes and I'd love to hear from you whether you just have an idea or some feedback or if you want to be on the podcast and talk about something that lights you up. I'm honestly so honored that you took the time today to listen, and I'm so thankful that you're letting me be a little part of your day. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really thrilled to have you here. I hope you like the episodes that we've got ready for you, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you loved today's episode, screenshot it and share it on social media. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.